too. So from to be on vacation for Pride Week. Yeah, are, that's are that's wild. my start. That's my start. <laughs> my, the start of my vacation is that weekend. Damn. Yeah. So. Dedicate. I mean, I know you're not doing it for Pride, but you're doing it with Pride in mind. Yes. So oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I plan on wilding out. 100. percent 100. percent Just don't go to jail. Hmm? Please, please, just don't go to jail. Oh no. I mean, I'll probably be with you at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't let me go to jail. No, no, no. no I think it will be good. I think we'll be good. Not gonna wait. Well, I'll have to insert this into the episode, but uh, welcome to Box Lunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't even know you started. <laughs> We're talking about it, so we might as well keep this in. <laughs> oh, whatever. It's Brie Brooks here. And Trey Smokes, back for another episode. All right, so I feel very special about this episode because this is the first episode we are doing for Pride Month. Yay! I'm so happy excited. Pride Month. Yes, happy Pride Month. I'm so excited. I feel like all the lgbtq like in the northeast kind of like train for the, for this month or just <laughs> in general until this year yeah uh, yeah yeah because yeah. you i have been go. completely virgin to this entire experience oh, until this man. very year as of actually less than like 24 hours ago at the queen's pride that's my technical well, new haven pride is my technical first pride but that's oh, not yeah, a parade yeah, yeah. that's just like a weird block party yeah <laughs> and then so, partying at um what's that club afterwards gotham gotham yeah, yeah. it's just a block party outside of gotham, gotham and then everybody yeah. goes inside and go in the club no it was fun though it I is front. It, they got it like was bouncy a good time. Hugs, like those giant bouncy things yeah you stick to the it was the cute. side of it the velcro joints yeah it was fun it was cute for new haven yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good enough. Yeah. But Queen's Pride was a lot of fun. I was like a little bit off put at the very beginning. Why? I think I just wasn't ready for the whole parade idea. Like oh. it was a shitty day and <laughs> it was just like kind of gray outside. So I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I'm in for the whole parade right now. But like I warmed up maybe like a block and a half. And also as soon as we got there, like the first block we got to was like, crazy loud because it was the beginning of the route and they still hadn't really locked down how they were moving yet like we got there probably about two minutes into it actually starting mm-hmm. so all the people that you know still had to come they're like trying to organize themselves but they're still playing their music so like you hear 15 different songs all at once and they're blaring yeah so it's just like okay that this is a lot right now mm-hmm. from getting out of in a lift that I was just calmly sitting into all this noise and chaos and shit. So it took me about a block and a half. Okay, I was like, girl, let me tell but, you right now. You think Queen's Pride was okay, fucking yeah, no, overwhelming? I, just, I had to, I had to go into the corner store and breathe. The, for a second, very, no, no, I had to go in the corner, breathe for a second. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I was having a panic attack. My G, come on, respect me, please. <laughs> listen, the way you were sounding, I had to get I nervous. A tall bear. Okay. <laughs> And a coffee cup and slip that into the beer while the sweet woman behind the counter just watched me sadly. She she understood. I was paying you, so let me do my thing. And then we got back out there, found a nice spot to stand at that was like hmm, maybe like a quarter into the route. Okay. So and also the Queen's Parade is very short. It was like nine blocks. Like a straight nine blocks. So it's a it's a very quick parade. But we just, you know, we chilled there. We saw a lot. I uh, posted on a little bit on Instagram. So yeah, I've seen that. Got to see a little time. bit of that. But, you know, it was cool. Um, I think it's like a warm-up. 
Yeah. Like, it's a good warm-up yeah. right now. Like, all right, I got through that in, like, what, two weeks, three weeks? I think I can do the full... Mm-hmm. I can go full circle. Damn, I, you know, now that you mentioned it, I completely forgot that there's prides for specific boroughs. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta check out I'm also, ones. yeah, I was about to say, I'm also thinking about doing, like, the Brooklyn yeah, Pride. Like, Brooklyn's where niggas are at. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Actually, me might have to look that have up. have to go out there. No worries, let's, right. let's just do a whole thing about might it. Might have like, to look that up. Yeah, whoever's at Brooklyn Pride this year, hit us the fuck up. Right. Just smokes on everything and underscore Bree books on Word. Twitter. But, yeah, so, it was, it was, it was a good warm up. I'm, I'm trying to do a couple more. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the Bronx, but I feel like that would be yeah, excellent. I'm, I mean, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Bronx Pride is gonna be lit. All right, that's the one Listen. I'm going to. Listen, no I'm shade, organizing no it. Shade to I'm the Bronx. My, my best friend lives in the. Oh, she moved to the Bronx from Brooklyn, but um, so actually, I might be there just because she's lived so close. But Brooklyn is probably <laughs> where it's at. Even yeah. Harlem. I hope they have a Harlem Pride. Mm. No, I feel like Harlem's just lazy and they just give uh, it up to Manhattan. True, <laughs> like, you just actually, gotta give it up. Yeah, because it's like around the corner. So yeah, but definitely, I feel like Brooklyn will have their own thing, and I'm there for it. If you are um, going to NYC Pride, as a reminder, it is always the last weekend of June every year. Never changes. The last weekend, the pra- the actual parade is on um, Sunday always. Twenty fourth. Yeah, the twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there will be many, many things to do that weekend. So, um, oh, there's been things to do all month, actually. I'm sorry to talk about it. You. No, go ahead. Uh, this past weekend, I wasn't able to get out, but um, shout out to Alexandra, she's a DJ producer, producer based out of Brooklyn that I'm pretty cool with. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was it, Saturday? So, the second, yeah, Saturday, the second at the Brooklyn Museum. They do something called uh, Target First Saturdays. I don't know if it's actually sponsored by Target, but it's called Target First Saturdays. So, for Pride Month, this Saturday, it's basically just like an event they do on the first Saturday of every month. And this month was specifically geared towards, you know, Pride Month, just LGBT, anything LGBT related. And it's a lot of different little uh not events basically like little versions of events that or like during the day no no it's actually from uh usually from 5 to 11 so okay it's pretty like you know cool to come through hey they have like themed events like uh i don't even know how to explain it yeah me neither it's but yeah but it's just something to do like from 5 to 6 it's like face painting or something. Exactly. Okay. But like specifically geared towards uh the the theme for the night. That's so cute. for Pride Month and everything, uh my friend she DJed during the drink and draw portion of the night and um it basically was just like models that represented the femme community specifically during this, you know, portion of the event and I didn't get to make it out that night. I think oh, I had to go to dinner in uh, Manhattan. Wish I could have got out there. Maybe next year. Hopefully if they do it again. Mm. But it seemed like it was a pretty successful event from what I saw. So Shout out to Femmes. Yeah, word. I feel like Shout we're out. 
looked over a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Though I'm not even a complete femme, so I wouldn't say we, but yeah, I feel like <clears throat> you wear hockey jerseys. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm definitely <laughs> definitely like a stem kind of. I don't even. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> I got a dresser for the like V-necks that accentuate my boobs. So yeah, I'm just like you know, what? I just wear what I like. Like sometimes I'm not talking about this. some days I wear like a crew neck, and some days I wear like a wrap dress and sometimes I wear heels and sometimes I wear well I don't want to say sneakers because I hardly wear sneakers but sometimes I just wear flats like, you don't wear sneakers? not really I have like two pairs of sneakers oh shit I've yeah, never I, don't, I never really wear hmm. sneakers and that's not even including Vans it's just regular like Adidas or Nikes <laughs> like I'm just I've never been like too crazy about sneakers wow. but yeah I don't know style is I hate definitions but for people who do de- define themselves <clears throat> as STEM shout out to y'all because I know y'all get overlooked a little bit absolutely yeah but um yeah so what are you most excited for for the actual nyc pride this year (sighs) or what should i be like looking forward to rather well i'll give you because there's nothing that i'm excited for i guess it's just the energy and the people like it's it's it really feels like a community and that's what i appreciate the most because I, I remember the very first time that I went I wasn't out yet mm-hmm. um so I I went and I didn't really know what to expect and it you know it tugged on my heartstrings a little bit it just it feels like a little bit of home because it's just it's pure love like it's when I went it was pure love like everyone's just having a good time like not really giving a fuck people were there of every letter mm-hmm. <laughs> even a lot of straight people too um but it's just pure like raw love and it's fun to see like people on the floats and like the theatrics of it um i think the very first time that i went there um i think that's when orange was orange is the new black first became like a uh, big like a really big show okay and they had a whole ass float so yeah, that yeah. had to be like second season. Yeah, I maybe even first. That was a while ago. I well, no, because like I the went, first season, like, like midway through, is when people really started to talk about it, mm-hmm. and so they, yeah, it been <clears> they used to now. drop like the beginning of June every year at that time. Right. So, so it yeah, because I know that the, the season second already season. Came out. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and I do think I remember that that time because that's yeah. right around when I got into the show myself so. yeah yeah but they had a big ass float it was cool I think I remember them. seeing a picture yeah I, I, yeah I remember <laughs> posting on Instagram yeah. <laughs> like my very first experience I posted like three pictures from Instagram yeah. um or on Instagram but yeah like it's it's fun like the music is fun the people are fun everyone is just dancing I I haven't been to the pier yet and I know that after the pre, that's where everyone flocks to to really, really turn up. Because that's where? the pier, the Chelsea Pier. That's where okay. that's where it ends usually, and that's where everyone goes to like turn up. Hmm. So, I think I have the row in my phone actually. Yeah, it from last year. Always ends at the pier because there's a usually a performance. I think I think like in 2015 it was like Ariana Grande or something. I don't know. Oh. I never really go to the performances because I know those are expensive, but people are just out there mm-hmm. like chilling and drinking and having fun so i'm gonna do that this year um even on my bum ass knee oh uh, yeah sprain my Damn, knee but shout out to your i'm knee. training for <laughs> I'm, tra- back I'm training to make sure i'm good towards the end of the month because i'm definitely gonna to be my out back there. in like a baby i appreciate it i'll be out there in crutches drunk like don't test me <laughs> 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 but yeah it, it's really really fun 
it's nice to just see everyone of all de- denominations not denominations all <laughs> letters isn't denominations for churches did mm. i say that right i think it kind of still applies i was like what's the definition of denominations i think it's still, like it kind of applies to everything okay i don't think it has a specific okay good so yeah. denominations <laughs> if, if i'm wrong you know then whatever fuck it all. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like you see it in new york all the time like if you step foot in hell's kitchen you see a little bit of everybody mm-hmm. but this is where the whole fucking city comes out and it's a long ass parade it's a big ass parade oh my god i got a picture with magneto the second time really fucking awesome Damn, yes. you just be out here getting pictures. Yes, dude, like me, no, I went with my best with. friend Eric and um, I don't know these two other girls that I don't know who they were, but um, <laughs> like we seen him because he's openly gay. Yeah, and we were like, oh my god, like we just started bugging the fuck out. And uh, Patrick over. Stewart. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't it Sir Patrick Stewart? Isn't Sir Patrick yeah. Stewart. I'm sorry, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I didn't see this shit the second time. <laughs> I'm not British. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was wondering like how that came, but I guess it's just a British thing. But yeah, we like were screaming at him, and he came over and take a took a picture. It was so nice. Oh my god, I was so excited! Literally, because X Men is one of like my favorite series, mm-hmm. so it was nice to get a little pinch of no, that's dope. Like my childhood, getting to be Patrick Stewart is yeah. like insane, that's or just get to take a picture with him, even if you don't get to really say anything. Yeah, like, son. Yeah, that's you great moment. Kind of low key die happily. Yeah, <laughs> great moments. Every time I only been twice again, but every single time I go, it's it's always something memorable that happens. So I'm hoping for the same again this year, and I'll see you there because I know I'll be there Absolutely. the whole weekend. Yeah, we'll see each other. Yeah. There. yeah, like there's no way that Deb or the person I'm seeing now will let me not let me go. Well, Actually, you gonna that- you gonna bring your girlfriend around your friends? I'm gonna cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just realized that. I'm like, will you, will you see that. me? <laughs> <laughs> will you really see me? <laughs> or will we'll you just wave out. across the we'll, street? We'll cross that bridge when we're like. <laughs> That's hilarious. When we get there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I'm gonna bring. Bring your girlfriend around. All your friends. Oh, that's God. crazy. Oh, God. That's, that's, that's funny as hell, though. Honestly. I mean, it'll be a good I time. Don't. So. I'm in this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that's a good time. You know, just contemplate it. I'll let you contemplate it. You I, know, I can't. Me and Kia will be cool. Thank you. Thank you for vouching for you. (laughs) That's not who I'm worried about, unfortunately. Well, you know, it had to happen someday. So, no. But yeah, changing the subject a little bit. I do want to, speaking of um, LGBT pride in New York, I do just want to give a shout out and, you know, talk about like the history of it. Oh, yeah. and how it started from like the stone stonewall riots and how we kind of got here today i feel like i feel like every year it comes around where like people like shed light on it a bit more but it's a really like powerful story the reason why pride is actually at the end of 
June always is because of the Stonewall Riot. So basically, um, back in 1969, June 28th of 1969, um, there was a riot at Stonewall Inn. It's a very well known now especially um lgbt bar and club in new york so police especially at that time uh being like openly gay was uh more than a problem like clubs and bars will literally get shut down and have their liquor license taken Mm -hmm. if they found out that you were serving to homosexuals or people of the lgbtq community and they did did it quite frequently and then you know there was an activist uh marsha p johnson activist and transgender woman i, I believe mm-hmm. she still went by that because there's i know i seen on like twitter there was like a debate about whether she kind of identifies herself as that but well i mean because i know she she definitely like identified herself she as a basically drag queen lived a secret life yeah because in the daytime she dressed in men's clothing but at night she dressed yeah. in drag okay yeah and she also didn't live in new york yeah she was from jersey, jersey yeah so, she would come down yeah so you know that was just like just not a secret life but a, a double life right nothing wrong with that i guess yeah that works at that time that's like that's what you gotta do to survive right, right. and be yourself also just want to uh, point this out really quick stonewall inn was actually owned by the mafia Oh, yeah, I just read that. Yeah. yeah, so a little bit, you know, like it's funny that people, I mean, the Italian, that you know, people say like Italians are racist and homophobic and everything, and they owned the mafia owned a gay club, a gay bar in the '60s. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, no, saying that's what people say I mean, you always have to be good with your bad that's this for another and another time mafia likes to make money yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and being one of one of the very least it's still the very least like gay clubs and and bars in the city like that was a lot of money because that was a safe haven for mm-hmm. a lot of them at that time exactly um, so it brought in a lot of money right right but police were trying to shut that shit down and uh marcia p johnson she was kind of one of the first ones to really fight back and start protesting i believe it was six days worth of protests um to what we now know as the stonewall riots mm-hmm. um which i do commend because imagine like protesting like being a black transgender woman the hardest thing about this is on the east coast things are a lot tougher like yeah a lot of this you know a lot of rebellion and protests were going on on the west coast you know maybe a little bit earlier than that and like san francisco and everything i'm Mm -hmm. not sure if this was during the same time as harvey milk Oh yeah, maybe yeah. I think we'll maybe that. been a little bit. Was a I still little haven't bit seen that, that movie? I should see that movie. fantastic movie. You should absolutely see it. Okay. But um, yeah, so like on the East Coast, you know, just shit is a lot tougher. Like people always want expect you to be like hardcore, especially New York or I mean, Jersey you also have the New York City police that, especially wor- during shit. that time, were like tougher <laughs> and again the bar was owned by the fucking mafia so like just during that time it was just a lot harder to to just live and exist on the east coast and so the fact that marsha was able to like 
absolutely be living a, a double life, but still start what became, you know, like his, what became history. Right. Is extremely important for this area. You know, and it, more to that, like, I couldn't imagine, because, yeah, we have our protests now, and yeah, we still fight and, and all that shit, but I couldn't imagine how it was in the 19... I'm sorry. I couldn't imagine how it is in 1969, like... I can hold it. Um, but more power to them, because I couldn't imagine what it's like in 1969, like... It makes me nervous to... It doesn't make me nervous, but it, I'm always cautious of even protesting now mm-hmm. um, against, like, the things that are happening today. So to have that much, like, courage and faith to... No, that takes a lot. Uh, yeah, to, to liberate us, like, almost 50 years later. Yeah. speak against And literally injustice. fight. Literally fight. <laughs> like, that's... Uh, it's, it's super admirable like people that yeah. that do that on, on not even a regular basis like just even if you do it once like it's super fucking admirable because sometimes I don't feel like I have the heart to do it yeah or you know the wherewithal whatever like it's just some things that you feel like you're not built for and sometimes I feel like I'm not built to do that shit so I'm not saying that all the time, but because there's definitely been times I've had to like either show up or something or stand up for shit. But like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the people that are just that that fight on the front lines as much as they possibly can, or that shit is super admirable. Yeah. Also, random. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know this. So <clears throat> after the riots, um, and after like the place got shut down, it turned into like a sandwich shop really a sandwich shop a chinese restaurant and a shoe store and then it became kept it that way right and then but it came back to being you know what we know as stonewall today Mm -hmm. the the gay bar in 1990s okay yeah the early 1990s but that's a good like 20 1969 yeah Yeah, 20 almost a little over 20 years of Mm -hmm. it being completely shut down um but I guess the liberation movement was so crazy and people just wanted to honor it that they brought it back and and now continuing what we're doing today um, for the NYC parade. Yeah, that's um, a, it's a lot. Yeah. It's... The reason why also the parade means so much to me, not just because of the history of it, not just because like I went and I think we were talking about this earlier, how like it just feels like a, a great community, is I actually used the parade to come out to my mom. Mm-hmm. Like I later on that year in 2015, I was just like, you know, this is over. I'll get through it. But <laughs> but I basically was just like, you know, long story short, I don't go to the parade just because it's fun. Because she knew I I go to the parade. Yeah. I don't go because it's fun. I go because I'm a part of the community. I I love men the same way I love women, mm-hmm. basically, and here I am and I just I needed to kind of let you understand before I move forward because especially at that time that's when I was starting to date women and actually date women I found a woman that I was really really like serious about so and I didn't want to hide her um I didn't want to feel any type of way yeah um so I told her before we got like serious um kind of two months into us dating and I'm like you know I just 
I need to get this off my chest. I've been feeling this way forever. And, you know, she goes to the questions of, like, oh, when and blah, blah, blah. Like, why well, I never knew. I don't. And she's, my mom is a very conservative Christian woman. So she definitely didn't understand or get it, even still today. But, um, I'm like, yeah, you know, honestly, like, I've always. It's weird like I don't know if everyone else feels this way but like I always felt like a little different like I always felt like a hinge of like I don't look at women just because they're pretty because I look at them just because I'm actually attracted to them <laughs> like like I feel like that's that's also a big difference and that's kind of when I knew it at a young age like the way I looked at women wasn't wasn't really like the same like I just wanted to be friends with yeah everyone <laughs> so it was weird like I struggled with that a lot and then especially going to um a uh, high school where it was an arts high school and LGBTQ community was very alive and well and like seeing people and being around those people like I kind of even definitely knew then like something is just a bit different and when I kind of got into like my own style and just understanding myself more I think that's what made me feel most comfortable um but it was a it was a very long long journey yeah Yeah. because like knowing in high school and then going to college where again I started college in New York so and I was a very very widely again art school um well not art school just had arts available but um, had a very large LGBTQ community as well so it's like I'm you're lucky right like I'm surrounded so it helped me understand myself a bit more so by the time I had to actually come out to like my mom the rest of my family already talked about that they're cool as fuck but coming out to my mom was like I think the most difficult yeah um but yeah like I don't regret it I honestly wish I would have came out sooner but I I think that it was the right time for me no, that's extremely commendable. Yeah. And then being around you guys too, like oh, I, when I met you guys, you guys are all openly gay. I've I've, I've talked so about helps. this, you know, to other people that you, know, you do may not know personally, but yeah, I, I no, I truly the fact do that, that you know, a lot. not even not you specifically, not even about you, but I've talked about the fact that like my best friends have even helped me so much just being more comfortable with who I am mm-hmm. because I'm technically not out to my mother but I'm not it's not hidden she's literally not not, not well, literally but like not anything you know in the last like 10 years well I guess whatever mom's called me this woman before mm-hmm. so it's not like so she, she knows know. it's just not a conversation like yeah it just had. never has been a conversation it's never needed to be a conversation mm-hmm. I feel like and I feel like she feels the same way and and if I actually had to say it or not had to say it but if I actually did say it she'd just be like okay right so it's I don't I don't it's, I don't even want to say it's not worth saying it's just one of those things because we have a strange relationship so I just kind of sort of just leave it where it is Mm. and I know it's unhealthy I know it should be a conversation eventually but I don't care do you feel like especially at this point because I feel like knowing you and just being around you like you kind of just know like some people you just know yeah so do you feel like that 
that you even really need to have that conversation no yeah not at all yeah that's what i mean by i don't care not i don't care in terms of emotions but just like i don't care in terms of actually physically saying it because it's something that's just known it's everyone in my family knows like i've been in a long-term relationship with a woman before and they all know it Mm -hmm. it wasn't like i was just like oh this is my friend like i wasn't doing that kind of shit so it's just one of those things where i just don't feel like it has to be a a conversation to the point where i have to really say it out loud but that's just also me being unhealthy because of our personal relationship Mm-hmm. Which I will never go into yeah. on this. <laughs> Not even worth it. But yeah, Not, I I understand. But also, you know, it's weird. Like, I knew before I even started. Obviously, before I started dating women, so I would tell the men that I was dating that I am like queer and bisexual. So like, they knew up front. I remember telling like um, the last two men I dated before. Um, my first girlfriend like I told them straight up because they asked me how I identified myself just because I I didn't look like the tip I don't know like I don't look as feminine mm-hmm. like I'm usually chilling like I again I wear like hockey jerseys and like <laughs> and I've gone through phases yeah, like, so I've been that person that dressed a lot more feminine but not right. because I was uncomfortable with who I was or anything it's just that was my phase at the time. Right. I was having like, fun with that. And exactly. Then I had fun with just being comfortable in sweats and hoodies, which technically I'm in right now, but yeah. it's raining outside, so I have to write. <laughs> but, you know, now I dress just more professional because I have a more professional lifestyle. So mm-hmm. it's just phases of everything for me as far as, like, how I used to dress and how people would take it. And I, yeah. I've also dated men, so it's not like... I've ever needed to have that conversation with it. That's the thing. It's not just, you know, having coming out to a specific person. I just never feel like I've needed to have that conversation with anybody because this is my life and fuck you. Who I'm dating is who I'm dating. I think it was just different for men because the men that I'm, men in general, like they, they have the mystique. Like I'm the man. You better not leave me for another nigga. And I'm like, and then when I say, okay, but what about a woman? They're like, huh? Like, <laughs> so I think a lot of them just had to have that conversation and I think a lot of the men like they were not insecure but they were just curious as to why why I wore flannels and baggy jeans yeah. like it was just it, they kind of just wanted to understand me more so I do I'll give them that and I I understand like their questions too like it wasn't mm-hmm. anything ever negative um, with most of them it was just like who are you like you you look like a woman but you also dress like a nigga sometimes so yeah. but you dress like a woman and too, i've like, actually had that yeah, yeah like, i've had that same shit yeah like you put on makeup i'll put on makeup fuck and heels you. I yeah am, i'm i'm 100 woman yeah i'll still put on makeup and heels like when i go out i still like to you know look well put together and snatch and all that good shit but mm-hmm. on a day-to-day like i don't mind looking or speaking or I don't know. I've been told before. You're just being. It's and it's so weird because like, and I hate the stigma for like, um, queer women. But like, I know this dude I was talking to one day. He told me like he was like I can kind of tell that you are bisexual just because you have like a masculine energy. And I was like, Uh huh? Like I didn't really get that. I was like, okay. Um, I don't even know how to particularly take that, but no, actually, I understand that completely. Yeah, like it's. I don't know. 
I, I, still, don't, you, I still don't really get that. Okay, I can tell you why I understand that completely because <clears throat> my two best friends mm-hmm. are both interested in men but are also interested in women but they both have a semi-masculine energy mm-hmm. it's kind of it's very similar to you both deb and shauna have this energy to them that still is like kind of tough and like yeah. take no i mean i don't want to say being tough and take no shit is a masculine energy right right and that's, but that's what I was confused. It, there's something about it that has an edge that has this mindset to men that mm-hmm. i understand that's one thing i can understand about men is how they sometimes view women as a lot tougher than they are just by the simple things that a woman can say mm-hmm. you literally can say okay and they're like oh shit like what yeah what's wrong with you like it doesn't matter they're just super super sensitive yeah, yeah. <laughs> and think anything that's not subservient <laughs> or super sweet or yeah. just you know given into their exact desire or ex- expectation it's it's tough and has an edge and seems more like them because that's how they expect themselves to be so it seems masculine mm. Interesting. That was an interesting take. I appreciate that. Oh no, I've definitely been enough around enough men to yeah know that. It is well. It's it's just weird because even I dated plenty of men. My best friend is a male, but he's a lot more educated, so he <laughs> doesn't have that stigma. Shout out to Eric. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So speaking of, because I kind of told a bit about how I came out, and you kind of explained that you didn't really need to come out. Do you think like? the next generation like they would have to go through kind of the same thing like because i feel like nowadays it's it definitely is a little bit more accepted it's definitely not like we're here we're queer like mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, no, it it's, is it's approaching accepted. yeah yeah do you think that you know i mean i would people. hope so as someone that doesn't personally want kids mm-hmm. if I did come around to wanting kids or being with someone that had a kid and I'm okay with that but you know if I did I would 100% feel like we don't need to have that conversation if you wanted to Mm -hmm. absolutely like that's that I feel like that is on the person specifically not the person that need that they feel they need to have the conversation with Mm which just goes back to me like i don't feel like i need to have that conversation with anyone because this is me and this is my life and who i date is who i date and if you don't like it go to fucking hell like whether it's a man or a woman i just don't care who you think i'm dating Mm -hmm. or how you feel about who i'm dating unless you know you just think they're not good for me that's all Mm -hmm. i care about is how you feel about that person as a person and not their gender or their race or really anything you know right the religion anything like that like it's just that's not for anyone to judge but me speaking of kids i i'm still on the fence about having kids in the future but um i just fuck i lost my train of thought i had a really good one too damn fuck give me two seconds oh speaking of kids like i just i would hope that if I do have queer kids and 
I end up in a heterosexual or even homosexual relationship, I just hope that they are comfortable enough to come out to me. Because I know that, like, even then, I don't talk about it with my mom. Like, it's just, like, a known thing. Yeah. Like, after I I came out, but it's not anything that we have discussed further. Like, I kind of just said it, and then it's in the air. So it's open, it's off my chest, it's whatever. But I know she still has feelings towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I wish for my future kids, if they are queer that they do feel like they have an open door policy because if I was comfortable enough with my mother to come out sooner I definitely would have I would have came out at like 13 I swear to god like I knew I knew early and it's weird because like she never remembers it but I remember one time like I think I was like 13 14 um and she would ask like you never talk about boys like i never see you with a boy (laughs) it's okay if you're gay but again that was way early on before she got like conservative and shit and i would kind of get mad i'm like no i'm not but inside i'm like "Mm, i don't actually just don't know (laughs) mostly probably didn't care right but i can't explain to my mom at that age that i i I truly don't know Mm -hmm. so i rather just say no and not talk about it but if if I felt more open with it cause I would have came out cause even though even at that age she was like it's okay she, it was more like joking just cause it was around like family so, oh well that's awkward yeah and that's awkward <laughs> too so I I just wish for my future kids and any future kids that like I wish I had that person mm-hmm. that um could not guide me through but yeah guide me through when I was younger cause I was really, really confused because especially, not, I wouldn't say especially, just knowing that I'm into men, but I could also be into another gender, like it just fucked my whole mind up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know exactly like what type of woman. I just knew that something about women, like I, I was really attracted to them enough to see myself with them. Mm. So I, I just, I don't know. I wish, I wish for more people to kind of be that guiding light to the younger generation and kind of like push them forward to make sure that like it's okay and answer any questions as best as you can just because like I know I know for a fact I needed it and I'm pretty strong-minded for the most part kind of so I couldn't imagine what it's like for the ones that aren't and what they're going through I'm sure it's incredibly difficult I, I I think I've just always had this weird self-assuredness mm-hmm. that's just kind of sort of kept me from thinking about it too heavily mm-hmm. and also have a, I think it's also like you know you grew up an only child so that's yeah. a lot more difficult and I have siblings that just you know they break it up well at least my sister you know she breaks up that attention and that concerned basically so it just never really mattered too much Mm. and I mean me and her are super close and she knows everything about me so and I never had to tell her specifically Mm. 
Mm. It just was like she knows, and now she yeah. knows everything about me, like who I'm dating, who I'm right. not dating. Like you know, she just knows my entire life because, and that helped a lot. Yeah, and I, but I just never had to go to her and say, hey, like you know, I'm yeah. into women. Like it just was like, oh yeah, this yeah, who's that? Oh, that's my girlfriend. Like oh okay, right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it. my mom is the only person that I would actually had to like come out to i don't really count my dad because i don't see him too much because he lives down south but mm-hmm. and though I, he's jamaican and i probably won't ever come out to him no shame mm-hmm. to jamaicans but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a i probably won't come story. out to him unless like i'm i know for sure that i'm marrying a woman because <laughs> other than that it's like why well, you know why bother so <laughs> leave it where it's at for just, now just leave that alone but um yeah my mom was the only one that i really truly cared about and now that that's off my chest i feel 100 percent more comfortable i'm still like i feel like we're still just more like chill like it's i know some people um that are like really like in the community want to be activists and all that shit mm-hmm. i feel like we're both just like super chill we don't want to be activists or anything we just kind of want to be um i feel like that's also important too like you don't have to even though we're doing this podcast <laughs> but i feel like but i feel like that's what makes us cool too is like we kind of just want to be like yeah like i don't i don't even i know technically the word is like bisexual i use i go back and forth between bisexual and queer just because i still don't know 100 percent mm-hmm. and i'll end this on this note like it's okay to just be and not know like i feel like that's really important and if you do have questions like then yes you always seek help from someone that you're comfortable with but it's it's okay because it's a long journey i'm 24 and i still don't know how to really identify myself so yeah and as someone who is not much older and 26 and basically just doesn't like identify like i'm just i don't really give a shit about like identifying as anything just label it as you will and i'll ride with it just don't disrespect me right (laughs) at the end of the day but it's nothing i feel like there's nothing wrong with that like to feel like you don't exactly know yet because Mm -hmm. Who do you have to explain yourself to other than, you know, your own emotions and right. rectify yourself with within yourself? That's fine to, you know, just be figuring yourself out. But don't feel like you have to explain yourself to anybody because you don't. Yeah. It's just this is your this is your life and just live your life as best as you can while you're trying to figure yourself out to right. maybe explain yourself to someone if you want to fuck them all at the end of the day yeah <laughs> also another thing because if, if i could say one thing to like my younger self it is that like just it's okay and in 10 years like you're actually gonna turn out just fine with mm-hmm. understanding your sexuality or not understanding your sexuality but it's you're gonna be in a much better headspace than you are now so, yeah. is there anything that you would like to say to your younger self regarding your sexuality mm. or were you already knocking bitches down shut up <laughs> <laughs> Listen. i mean honestly just be smart for the future mm-hmm. and less selfish Word. when it comes to relationships or just in general like just my 
sexuality was very selfish. I was more just concerned about what I wanted as far as a younger person growing up and trying to discover everything that I wanted to know. So, hmm. be less selfish. Interesting. But yeah, I don't want to end this on a somber note, so... Uh, <laughs> we probably should have reversed the yeah, order of things. Yeah, you know, Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but anyways, no, we did well. <laughs> um, it's Pride Month. Shout out to everyone during this month. Um, whether you're out, whether you're not. Yes. Whether you're still confused, whether you know for sure. Um, shout out to y'all. We love y'all. Stay queer and hopefully happy. And everything and in between. If you guys are coming out for the NYC Pride March. We'll see you there. Yeah. I will. All right, guys. It's Brie Brooks and Trey Smokes. And we're out.